welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Patrick Eckstein on the line, and he's the co-founder over at William Painter. Patrick, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate it. All right, so I'm excited to get more into um, what you're doing over at William Painter and how you hooked me on your YouTube videos of probably about a year ago or so. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Yeah, I um, I started as a, uh, as a kind of event production, honestly, right out of a college or during college, really. So uh, doing corporate, you know, large-scale events and premieres, things like that in Los Angeles, Vegas, L.A. I'm sorry, uh, San Diego. And uh, so the combination of just kind of, you know, creating a large-scale launch and figuring that out and coordinating, you know, massive amounts of people to go to a certain area, whether it be a New Year's Eve or, you know, Halloween, you know, hotel buyouts, anything like that. Um, so from doing the you know, music production and event production side um, kind of lent itself in the physical space to me moving into the digital realm with uh, William Painter as far as marketing, you know, uh, like you said, through YouTube and some mass, mass markets. So, yeah, I just really started um, event production nightlife kind of deal um, and then grew into obviously what we have now. That's awesome. Um, and what I like about your backstory is that, you know, you had a pivot. So you started event night and, and nightlife production and, and putting on these huge events. And then you had an idea at some point and you decided to take that idea and run with it and start a company. So there's some yeah. younger entrepreneurs listening right now that, you know, they're just getting started and maybe they're in that initial stage. So meaning you're already over seven, you're going on eight years in with this company. Um, with your current company. So maybe they're at that year one or that even before year one um, concept stage and they're really thinking about launching their idea and or dream. What kind of advice do you give to that guy that's out there or girl just that are just starting? Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say like to use my uh, business, a business mentor and author, uh, Seth, Seth Godin, uh, he, he always just says, just, just ship it. So, um, you know, if you have that product or idea, um, just ship it, but I think there's like an asterisk under that, which is there are now a million ways to get data, um, and the world is clearly a data-driven place. Um, and so now you can collect all kinds of information on potential customers or avatars or people that might be interested in this product, and you can actually run it with a really low-cost, um, you know, marketing online, and that's kind of where we started was uh, we started with Kickstarter. We kind of thrown into it, to be honest. <laughs> it just kind of started off as a joke, and then it turned into this. So, um, so we, but we started on Kickstarter, and we just had a product, an idea, and applied way back in the day when they were just first starting. Um, and so it was a pretty easy platform to get on at that point. Obviously, now there's certain parameters you have to have to get on there. But um, but there's so many others. There's Indiegogo. There's also, you know, myriad platforms and abilities to get, you know, whether it's Google Trends or, or any sort of data and information based on your product, you know. And I think that's a really good thing to do because you can avoid – missteps in the entrepreneurial journey, which we have made many, and I'm sure we'll make many more. But, uh, but you know, you by using data, uh, you can at least have an informed uh, theory on how your product is going to hit the market and how people are going to receive it. And I think that's that's really important, um, especially, you know, if you're a young entrepreneur trying to, you know, raise money or do things like that. It's like they're going to ask, 
you know, what's your product market fit and how are all these, you know, all kind of the generic questions that are asked entrepreneurs, you know, how many people want your product? Um, so if you can answer that pretty quickly with just some simple, you know, Google searches and, uh, you know, maybe throwing up a couple of Facebook ads for your product and seeing how many people opt into a landing page that you can make for zero dollars, you know, um, and just collecting their information and collecting the amount of people that are interested in buying uh, something. And if you have a product already, you need to just sell it. I mean, it's kind of the thing with us is just getting, just shipping it. You know, if you, there's no such thing as perfection. You can work towards it, but, the, you know, you're never going to get there. It's kind of the, uh, you know, the impossible goal. But at the same time, as long as you're constantly improving, it's good to just get the minimum effective dose, you know, getting your, your 80-20, getting your product out to the public um, and having them start to essentially beta test or alpha test or whatever you want to call it. Um, that's kind of the most important thing, I think, is getting it into the hands of people and seeing their feedback because really that will determine how you move forward in your journey of product, selling a product, physical or digital, really. That's awesome, and uh, that's a great transition. Let's get more into uh, what you're doing currently as co-founder over at William Painter. So first, uh, you got into it a little bit, but tell us some more about the company, please. Yeah, uh, so we're, we're direct consumer, uh, so online only. Uh, we are a, consider ourselves a rather more of a high-end accessories brand. Uh, we make, right now we're doing sunglasses, and so we do titanium polarized sunglasses. Every one of our products comes with a lifetime guarantee, so... Um, you know, unless it's like a you know limited edition, you know, one off with another brand or something of that sort. But um, but yeah, so everything we make in house, we do we create, design, produce, um, and then ship and and you know, do all online advertising, everything like that for for uh, for our own company. So we're kind of a, a one stop shop. We do all video production, all of our YouTube creation content, um, everything all in house. So um, we've kind of just learned by taking the punches. Um, and so yeah, that's the the. The uh, William Painter just we, we really want to kind of in, basically we built the company to um, kind of force us to go live amazing lives and meet meet really cool people um, just as, such as yourself. Um, we get to uh, we get to go out and, and create new products that people enjoy and um, you know create an experience with shop with uh, shop, shopping experience online that is unlike of others and really kind of delight the consumer. Um, and so for our, our ability to do that, we kind of uh, we're taking the Zappos customer service uh, mottos and combining with the Patagonia uh, product and quality, and then you know looking towards like a red uh, like a Red Bull or something for uh, you know content creation as far as they're probably one of the best content creation companies on the planet. Um, so kind of you know using those three pillars to kind of build William Painter into a brand that can um, offer a minimal minimal skews and you know most everything is black or black and gold, um, but it's all lifetime guaranteed. So if you break your glasses three years from now and you get a brand new pair sent to the mail, you know, um, and that's kind of something that is not, there's a couple of brands that are changing the way they do business, uh, but we haven't seen anyone do what we're doing as of yet. So that's awesome. Um, any kind of, so you're, I mean, I, I love your product. I, like I, as I mentioned, when we started this interview, I, I remember seeing some of those early YouTube ads and I was looking at it and I'm like, man, these guys are doing some really cool things <laughs> with sunglasses. Like any kind of trends that you care to talk about? Cause you're, you're, you're right in that space. You're, you're in that space. I mean, sunglasses, you're in the space of cool. Um, like I, just to be straightforward. I mean, it's, it's a sexy brand. What you're doing <laughs> is great. Um, what kind of trends are you noticing? Um, I mean, honestly, I really think that as, um, you know, for us, we're trying to, you know, the product trends are really all over the place. And I think that's kind of mm -hmm. thing that's just happening right now is that everyone's kind of just throwing something against the wall to see what sticks. So a lot of people are shipping a lot of product, which is great. 
Um, it's good to have the market be alive and electric, which is excellent. Um, but I think, you know, the big things for us are, um, you know, we're trending towards just being more of a human company. Uh, we, we, we've been a human company this whole time, but we're just very, you know, we have, we, we like you said, our YouTube commercials and, and uh, different advertising avenues that we use. You know, we kind of were, had this, as you said, this uh, great looking brand that's very clean and all these things, but we also didn't explain that there were five people in an office um, and I'm currently standing in a side office that has cardboard boxes covered in it that we do everything ourselves and that kind of, you know, uh, telling the uh, consumer and explaining like, you know, that life is a difficult thing and you're working to do the best you can and, and you're going to make the best product you can and, and those things. I think it's, we're seeing an enormous jump in um, lifetime value of our customers um, and we don't even really try to put it in those terms where we're trying not to monetize them and treat them more as humans, which I think is something that's unusual for bigger brands, smaller brands, of course, doing that as well. But I think it's something that for us is, is speaking to them like humans. You know, we, we're really heavy on um, you know, email marketing because it's a space, it's a relative blue ocean. People are, a lot of people are bailing out of that, which is great for us because um, they don't think it works, which we do and see so have numbers to back that up. And then, um, yeah, and then advertising, you know, top of funnel, you know, kind of the major stuff that people see, you know, producing really good YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram, you know, kind of all the social media channel content. Um, and then backing up with advertising and really just, again, just being kind of honest as you've obviously seen some of our commercials, but we're finding the more and more, um, more high production and fancy you get, you actually get a, a kind of a different side of things in which you're getting people thinking that, you know, you're a Prada or a Gucci or a Fendi when you're just, five people in an office, you know, trying to, trying to, you know, uh, trying to do your thing together, you know. So, um, so I think it's something that when you lend that authenticity and integrity, which is what our brand is kind of built on, we're built on trust, um, and sort of show people that, hey, we're, you know, we're, we're actual humans behind the scenes working on this. So when you write an angry email, like, I'm still going to reply to you. <laughs> but, you know, you know, you're just talking to me, not, not a robot or not some, some person, in, you know, in another country doing customer service or whatever it is. So everything, everything is, is, uh, is in-house. So I think showing that more is a trend we're seeing grow with other brands as well as um, if they're able to lend authenticity, if they've built their brand properly and on a good, solid foundation, they can, they can really move numbers by just, you know, explaining to their customers that they're also human beings. We kind of forget in this digital world that uh, other people do things all the time just like we do. <laughs> so um, we all we all live pretty much similar lives. And so kind of acknowledging that um, and, you know, acknowledging them as well is a huge thing. Um, and so I think that's a trend that we're seeing the most is, is being authentic in your marketing and in your, you know, kind of the, the setup that you do really, really being, um, you know, kind of an open book. I think it's something that, that, we've seen the largest feedback from our customer base um, that people can't really believe, like that we shot our commercial in our own office. You know, like that's, this is really your office. Like, I can't believe, you know, it's 400 square feet. And there's five people in here and one guy in Canada. And, <laughs> and that's what you do. Um, and we, we do, you know, everything from, like I said, uh, creation to the actual final end of selling and sending out the product. So um, it's a small team doing the job of, you know, each person's doing <laughs> several jobs, as you can imagine. Um, but I think the trend is, is really towards explaining us people and showing them how we built our product, how we started on Kickstarter, we were funded by, you know, um, kind of by the people, really. Um, and that's what got us into this, with people believing in our product, that we had something that was valuable to, to the market. Um, and that's what, you know, I think is the most important thing we're seeing lately, is that kind of a trend. So not much product trend. We're very pretty simple on the product side. Um, but definitely on the, you know, marketing aspect and the, 
you know, just the customer reception side has been really big, um, trending towards treating people like human beings, which I know sounds odd, but um, a lot of companies kind of forget that along the way, I think. That's awesome. Uh, so, Patrick, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on William Painter, um, what's the best way for them to get it? Uh, they can head over to williampainter.com. That's the, the, a good place to do it. They're also uh, We have our Instagram, which is just at williampainter. And then, of course, our YouTube channel, which is uh, we're putting all kinds of fun stuff up there. And we're actually uh, just finishing a big batch of uh, kind of short uh, comedy skits content that'll be great coming out here with James who I'm sure you've seen some of our YouTube videos. Um so that'll be that'll be really cool here in the next couple of weeks. So if you you can subscribe to our YouTube channel which is William Painter and YouTube. Um so any and William Painter on the site and William Painter on Instagram and William Painter on YouTube. So any of those are, are just fine. That's awesome. Um, well, hey, Patrick, really appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, teaching us more about your background and all the great work you're doing over at William Painter. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Patrick, thanks again for coming on the show. 